Hey everybody, welcome to the Vet Tech Tap Room. This is our spin-off series from the Vet Tech Cafe. These episodes are live and uncut, discussing hot topics in our field, or talking about previous episodes amongst ourselves, and always highlight something positive happening in our profession. These episodes will be published as regular podcast episodes and will also be available on our YouTube channel as well. So get yourself a beer or a potato water and find us live on Instagram and join the discussion. Now, if you'll excuse us, those are our beers the bartender is pouring. Hey, caffeinators, welcome back to another episode of the Vet Tech Tap Room, where your next beer, you can just go ahead and put it on the veterinary viewfinder tab. Um, Becky is at some home. Point we're going to have to ask them to, to to pay some of that down. It, yeah, seriously, seriously. Um, but uh, I think Becky is still at home recuperating. I don't know if Doctor Ward's at uh, at Western in in Las Vegas this week or not. I he know a lot be, of our yeah. car colleagues are. But um, anyway, uh, if you're in Vegas, um, say hi to them. They're they're just yeah. wonderful people. Um, so uh, first first day before we dive in, I know you have a beer. I have a beer too. Cheers to you. Cheers to um, you. This is what are you drinking? I'm drinking Photon Sphere. It's it's I, I don't drink a ton of beer anymore and, and I need to like ramp up my beer drinking because I'm <laughs> gonna be spending a weekend with you. Um <laughs> this is one that I got I, I can't even remember when I did I did the dog sitting. It's the old Hickory Brewery Imperial Stout. It's a bourbon bourbon barrel aged, and you know I love bourbon barrel aged. Uh it's aged with honey, cinnamon, vanilla, cocoa, and habanero peppers. That sounds does it have some heat to it? It's got a little heat to it, and, uh, and it's and it's an imperial stout, so it is thick. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it was it was warm here recently, but today it's like in the forties. So back to the back to the stout. Back, so yeah, it's perfect. Uh, I have a uh, so this is by um, City Built uh, in okay. uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I got it in my Christmas uh, beer exchange group that I'm nice. in, and this is a an imperial stout aged in maple bourbon barrels. So oh, it's a wow. maple. Uh, All right. barrel aged stout. It's delicious. This was my breakfast beer this morning. Nice. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I took uh, took Daphne to the uh, trampoline park and um, and oh nice. So that was my, have, my, have, what is what is that called? We have one of those by, by us. It's right by the gym that I go to. I can't uh, we have a, ours are called Big Air Trampoline Park. I don't know if it's the same yeah, there, but I think it's a like chain. That. Yeah, but yeah. 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 So super fun. Um, so we have, well, first let's, let's do our, let's do our new thing we're going to do here. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So this was I, your I idea. I saw this on Instagram and I was like, that's a good idea. We should incorporate that into our, into our thing. And it's called dinner party questions where they're just random, like icebreaker questions. And I thought it'd be a good idea for you and I to have these little icebreaker questions that, that you would have at a dinner party to just in, encourage conversation. And we'll post, we'll post both of these two, uh, to upload for for the tap room as well um to get your feedback on these these things so you want to go first you want me to go first uh go ahead all right what is your the most miserable experience that you wish a startup would solve most miserable experience that a startup would stall yeah like something you have to deal with on a daily basis or or monthly basis that Mm. if if some company could come up with a solution to it what would it be I think I would say just like maybe faster, more reliable internet. Mm. For like me, it's just, moving. Oh, I, I, I wish I, I know there's moving companies that exist, but I wish there was something that didn't cost a couple grand to do. I mm. wish there was something that was very quick and easy that you could just move mm. and not even have to think about it. 
I gotcha. Yeah, that's but fair. fast that's internet. Fair. Yes, that that would be. But again, that's going to cost money, right? Yeah, yeah. It's going to raise yeah. your prices and all it's, that it's, stuff. It's, I, I wish all... it was something something cheaper. All right. Well, well, this one is is uh, completely free. If you absolutely <laughs> had to sing karaoke, what would be your go to song? I I saw this. I, I we must I was going to laugh the same if we picked the same picture. I, we were, well, that's we why I looked at a question. bunch of them because I was like, what if we're, we're on the same list? Because you probably clicked on the first one that popped up like I did. hundred percent. Yeah. If I had to, um, the the first thing that I could think of is uh, you. We've all seen the video of the dude that just stands there for like two and a half minutes and then says tequila. Um, <laughs> that's one of them, but. Uh, when I'm in the car and, and Robin was going to laugh at this when she hears this, because I, I'm, I don't, I don't fancy myself a good singer. Um, and so to cover up for that, I just, th- I sing things as wildly inappropriate and <laughs> off key as possible to, to mask the fact for that. But if I were to sing, it would probably be something by, I can't think of his name right now. He's a crooner. Uh, he's a young guy. What the heck like is his a, name? Like a Michael Bublé? Michael Bublé. I would, cause, because here's the thing. So I, I've got a, I've got a history of music, play, playing music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, I was a trumpet major for a short period of time and I, I, I played trumpet for gosh, eight, Do you 10, still 12 play? years. Something. I, I have, I have like six trumpets, but I, I never have the time to like pull them out and I'm so out of practice. But the, the problem with singing is that you always try to emulate the person that you're singing. And he's a person that sings in the same vocal, not not that I have the same vocal range as him, but but he's the one that sings in a more natural key for me. When I try to sing songs from other people, it's out of my key or out of my range. and And it strains my voice and it hurts to do it. So I can't do it. But he's one that if I'm in the car and I'm singing along with him, it doesn't hurt and it, and it feels kind of natural. And I almost think I'm good, but I, I would never, never in a million years ever sing karaoke in front of anyone. Never. Gotcha. You'd oh, never gosh. find that. I, uh, you can't but get I, me away I, from, I think you can't least, get me I'm... away from the mic in a karaoke bar. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I love karaoke. Uh, but my two go-to songs, uh, pour some sugar on me by Def Leppard. Okay. okay. And thriller by Michael Jackson. Really? All right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, well, if, if, if I'm not we, saying they're good, I'm not good, but I, I, <laughs> but I you enjoy care. doing it, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. Absolutely. For me, I, I would be so nervous that I would just stand up there and be like, ah, this is going to be terrible. I, um, I sing terribly, but I sing all day. I sing to Molly. I sing to Daphne. I <laughs> sing in the car. I sing in the show. I, I sing everywhere. And if, if we, if we get going enough in Phoenix, maybe you'll find, <laughs> maybe you'll get me to a karaoke bar because uh, the amount of beer that you had me drink last year, like maybe, possible maybe, that you could get maybe me. Maybe we'll just stick microphone. to singing the seventh inning stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Um, those, well, those, those uh, are good, good questions. I like those. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, for we'll sure. Keep going with this. Uh, speaking of Phoenix, let's just jump right into that. So yeah. this is our last tap room before we actually go. So, yep. We'll um, be there on okay. the 10th to the 12th, to the I believe. 13th, I think, is Wednesday. 13th, we fly yeah. Home. yeah. Um, so uh, Arizona caffeinators, and I know um, Stephanie Perry already kind of reached out yep. to us, and, and I think we might try to meet up somewhere Sunday night. Um, with, it, with, it's, it's uh, a, yeah. 
it's a travel day, Dave. So I don't know if, if you're going to feel up for it after a ball game or, or what have you, but I think that on a weekend probably be the easiest and maybe meet up with a couple of people and just hang out and have a beer and uh, I'm a good meet traveler. some new folks. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't push back against anything. Like if you're yeah. like, we're going to go to this place. And, yeah. And we can, we're we can going. sleep in Monday morning and yeah. get a cup of coffee and yeah. Whatever. So yeah, yeah, I think that'll be super fun. We talked about Uh, meeting up with Brandy. Yeah, Um, absolutely. We're going to see Brandy Halua, which is fantastic. Um, And I know the guy that we that's in the Arizona Vet Tech Association. He's reached out. Yes, Joseph, right? Joseph, yeah, Uh, yeah. Miranda, yeah. Uh So he's reached out to us a couple times. So maybe we'll meet up with him. Yeah. Uh, Who else is out there? Lisa Kernigan is out there, Uh, but she's Lisa. She's super busy, so I don't Uh, know. She's she's free. And um, I know. uh, Amanda Crumpler, who follows us oh, on yeah. Facebook, has yeah. said too she'd she'd be into it. So I, I think like we'll 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 actually start like a conversation here in the next week or so, and and yep. see and 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 I think we'll if we actually people. just say like, hey, we're going to be at a place, this place at this time, anybody is welcome, come show up. And if it's just you and I having a beer, then so be it. But I mean, we haven't seen come each by other in yeah, what, I know. six months, seven months. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, that's what we did um, last year. We just hung out together all, all last yeah, year and yeah, had a great time. Yeah. It was it was one of my favorite one of my favorite trips to do is because it's so low key, just yeah. chill. Agreed. Bunch of baseball involved. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Same, 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 same. If yeah. I win and the lottery, that's what I'm doing. I'm just traveling to do baseball stadiums. That's all I'm going to yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, so Arizona Caffeinators, um, if yeah. you're in the greater Phoenix area, we're going to be there the 10th to the 13th. We'd love to see you and say hi. We'd love to talk about the Arizona Vet Tech Association and, yep. and what you guys are up to and what it is. They're, rel- they're relatively new, right? Yeah, last, they are. Last they few are. years? Yeah. Last, last year or two, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be a great time. Um, we've already got a couple tickets to different baseball games. Can do the same thing we did last year and and uh, go hard, but also not. Um, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm I'm hoping for a repeat of our uh, rental car experience that we had last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. The uh, the I quickest. Don't know how many of our up. listeners are, are are rental car people, but I've never been through a rental car situation that that was that was the easiest and quickest it almost felt like <laughs> we joked about this like <laughs> like there was somebody behind the counter like yeah. holding up the rental car counter and just said give them these keys and get them out of here because <laughs> <laughs> we were in literally in 10 minutes yeah yeah we were out and gone yeah i'm, I'm hoping yeah. for a repeat of that oh yeah <laughs> me too me too that'll be great um, so yeah, anyway, uh, Arizona caffeinators, keep an eye out. We'd love to see you. We'd love to meet you and say, hi, we'll definitely, um, have whatever swag we have currently with us. So, um, yeah, come, yeah. come out and say yeah, hi. Man. We'll, uh, yep. we'll definitely post where we're going to be and what we'll be doing. And, and if it's not Sunday night, um, I can promise we're, we're you there. Monday night, yeah. Tuesday night, we're going to be at a brewery somewhere and, somewhere. and we'll post and, and <laughs> definitely come say hi. We'd love to hang out. Yeah. So, And then we have um, our staff meeting, like our, our, our we're yeah, going to we, gather we're, all we're, the employees of the Vet Tech Cafe and yes, Tap Room. And all, all both of us will be together. there. Yeah. Uh, we had to, we had to get a big conference room this year. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Catered and all that uh, stuff. It's, it's just basically <laughs> you and I going to be sitting at opposite ends of the table just yelling to each other, but, yep. um, but it's, it's, it's going to work. Um, yeah. And, and honestly, I think a lot of stuff we did this last year came out of that. Um, yeah. And, and hopefully know. this year we'll, we'll get more stuff. Uh, yeah. I've got some ideas of, of things that we're going to do different this year. Um, 
some of the things that we said that we were going to do last year or, or yeah, 2023, some of the things that we put on our list that we're going to do. So we're definitely going to do it this year and didn't mm-hmm. do it this year. I'm going to say, let's not plan yeah. to do that this year because it's wasted, wasted effort. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I have one big thing that we didn't get to last year that I've already got kind of prepped and planned for later this year. So uh, we'll talk about that and, and Can't yeah, wait. it's, it's, it's always good to, to do some planning. So, yeah. Um, what else do you have on the docket today? There was something else you wanted to talk about. Um, I wanted to talk about. I think this is a situation I feel like in veterinary medicine, if you're in this field long enough, whether whether you're a veterinarian, whether you're a veterinary technician, Staff. veterinary assistant, um, or even the hospital owner, practice manager, you have been in this situation somehow, yeah. sometime, or if you're newer to the field, you will be. Inevitably, yeah. inevitably, and, you will be, and so and, this isn't this isn't uh, this isn't about one hospital. This isn't about one. No, this is person. This is the, the, really, the, this this is this is just something that happens in veterinary medicine, and and there's been a situation that has been brought to our attention, and we're going to talk about it. So go ahead. Yeah, it, and it and it goes on on like you know, there's always bad situations. There's always things where uh, clients are unhappy. Let's mm-hmm. just put it that way. Clients unhappy for one reason or another. And and a lot of the times it's the clients that, you know, some of it does fall on us that the clients are not educated enough to know everything that is going through the brains of the, the team. Um, and, and primarily it falls on the doctor, right? Because that, that's that's where it falls sure. on. Um, and, and the thought of, you know, the backlash that we see sometimes on social media and how damaging that is for um, for for the veterinarian and for the team in the hospital in mm-hmm. general. And yet, yes, that 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 is a bad thing. And it's a known thing. Like we see it all the time. We, we like you said, we've all we, either, yeah, we see it around all the time. We, we, we all rally around each will. other. Yeah. And you know, we try to talk our way through that. We try to figure out ways to, it's kind of like every CPR code, like I, I teach recover. So I, I'm always saying that, you know, even if you don't get that patient back, you should learn something from that. Either better communication, uh, quicker reaction time, uh, quicker interpretation of your ECG, uh, all that stuff. All those things are an opportunity to learn. Um, so, and, and, and part of that is is because we don't want to see everything that doesn't go the way that we wanted it to, to be a failure. Um, so thinking of things as a learning experience. Um, and with with that social media part of it, um, yes, that's bad. And, and, and it impacts the, I'm not going to single out one group of people. It impacts the entire hospital because um, we're all responsible. And, you know, the, the converse part of that is what do we do for that owner? And it, it's come to my attention, to our attention that sometimes what happens is the owners get refunded their money and, um, you know, they, they, the, the hospital will bend over backwards to accommodate the, the client so that they don't get the social media backlash. And part of that is. Yeah. Like, like if a client is going to say, I'm, I'm going to go to the news. I'm going to post right. on social I'm gonna go media. To the, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to slander you. I'm going to go to the newspaper. Right. Yeah. I'm aging yeah. myself by saying newspaper, but yes. Um, <sighs> yeah. And, and the, the, the part of it, part of that, that, that bugs me is that, yes, we, we see that on social media. We, and I, I've seen it happen before 
where the doctor or the hospital would reach out and, and try to explain themselves on social media. And it goes absolutely poorly. Um, almost to the point where you're like, why did you even start this conversation? Um, and, 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 and the other, the flip side of that is to try to accommodate that owner by refunding the money and, uh, taking blame for that. Yes. We, we do need to, to own up to our, our mistakes if, if mistakes were made. Um, but the, the blanket statement of just giving the owner money back to, uh, appease them and make them not do not not go to social media um i i get that i understand that however to do that in 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 a way to how do i how do i put this to protect the doctor to protect the team i i feel like that does a disservice to the team because and I was explaining this to you before before we started recording is that is that the known entity is the people that are gonna bitch us out on social media because we did x y z and we were wrong and blah 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 and that's a known entity it's still damning it's still damaging it still hurts it's still uh it is one of the things that drives uh people to suicide i I get that, but the other side of that is 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 how does that look? to the team and to the, to the doctors and to the staff when you say, okay, we screwed up. Here's all your money back. Uh, and maybe even some extra money to a donation, a donation to a charity of your choice. And how does that look to, to the, to the people that are doing that? They're, they're working their butts off. They, they are decent doctors and, yeah. and, and getting that information to say our fault. Um, and the 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 management and the and the the hospital itself is supposed to have the back of the team, and I I feel like that is makes it much more for me. If if I were in that situation, I'd be like, well, we just let these people get away with it. We let these people get away with bashing us and and blackmailing us to to say if you don't give me my money back, uh, even though we know that we did right by that patient, whether or not it, the outcome was what the owner expected. I, I feel like the people that are supposed to have your back are the hospital and your coworkers and your, your management and, and your, and your team. Uh, and I feel like that for me would be more mentally damaging to, to yeah. have that happen. What are, yeah, your, what are I, your thoughts on that? You know, I, I, I largely agree with you. I, I really do. And, and, we talked off air about this um, and while you were kind of talking about that, I, I kind of had another thought too. Like I feel like this kind of thing happens in human medicine all the time, all the oh, yes. time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what happens? Hospitals have lawyers, legal representation on retainer that deal with this and you yeah. never hear about it. And, and I, I wonder sometimes if, like Mr. or Mrs. John Q veterinarian DVM private mm-hmm. practice who doesn't have that, like they, they have their, their single private practice hospital and they want to do everything they can to, to maintain the reputation. Cause that's, that's their livelihood. That's what they built and they don't have a lawyer on retainer. So they're going to, they're going to do whatever yeah. they can to make it go away, which, which honestly it is still the same as 
a large corporation who has legal representation on retainer who will say, this is what you need to do. Nobody will ever know about this. And it really frustrates me because I think it does devalue the effort, the time, the knowledge, the education, the skill set, all of those things that get put into the team. And um, we've said this multiple times. You you and I are, are huge sports fans. And back in the day when we were kids, um, to the NFL, to a National Football League, their viewpoint was, we don't care what you say about us as long as you spell NFL right. Sure. You can write whatever you want about us, but if yep. you're writing about the NFL, good press, bad Have press, it. it doesn't yeah. matter. Have at it because you are still writing about Talking the NFL. About and, yeah. and now, and and I think that's changed, obviously, to some degree with, with a lot that's gone on, but also... Every time, like that, still like generates clicks and interactions, and all. And in this instant gratification world that we live in, like I don't know. I I think I would like to see, and and we've seen some recent examples. Remember the situation up in Maine with Maine Veterinary yeah. Medical Center? Yeah. What a yeah. year or two ago, a couple others as well. Like the veterinary community really rallies around each other for as That's much true. as we bully and bash and whatever, all the horrible things that we do to each other sometimes. But when these things happen, we do really rally around each other. And so I don't know. I, I, like, I understand the, the side of making it go away, maybe making them sign a non-disclosure. And as long as you have, I think the important part is as long as you have a team meeting and say, this is what happened. This is what everybody did. We believe in what you did. We believe nobody did anything wrong, but this is what the legal team has advised us to do. And you actually have an open roundtable discussion involving all members of the team and actually debrief and talk about it. I'm, I'm much more okay with that situation. I think the reality is that probably never, ever happens. Well, Um, I, I think it probably doesn't happen because they, they, Management doesn't want to uh, yeah. exacerbate it, right? Sure, sure, sure. They want to just move on, sweep another rug, forget about it, whatever it is. And and then, yes, to your point, I think that is then like, where does that leave that associate veterinarian? Where does that leave that veterinary technician assistant, whoever yeah. busted their ass for a particular case and it just didn't end well? Right. Maybe that owner doesn't understand why. Maybe, sure, with their cursory research, they say, why didn't you ever do this or why didn't you do that? And they don't understand that they actually didn't have the money for it or whatever it might be. Yeah, like, yeah. Or, or maybe that was um, recommended and, and they, and, they didn't and, want to pay so, for it. And so, you you know, I understand, like, as professionals, we're never going to take that battle to social media. Right. But also. Because it's never going to end well. Right. It's never going to end well. But, but there's got to be, like, a. I don't know. I feel like it's either, you know, they threaten these things, so we're going to do this, or they do these things, and 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 then what do you do? Like, how do you respond to that? And I don't know. I I feel like sometimes I would rather like, I I think I in many cases I would rather like you're saying support the team, and frankly let the owners speak their opinion. Like. If if I work for whatever hospital I do in town, or if, even if it's a national corporation, 
people are going to have their opinions based mm-hmm. on what somebody says regardless. And, and those are largely uneducated opinions. And if they're going to, I mean, we see it all the time where these news outlets pick up these stories. Um, if they're going to actually do journalistic research and look into the other side of it too, great. But we know yeah. they're not going to. And and that's just a battle that we will constantly fight. And I think it's frankly something a lot of professions fight if we actually yeah. looked at it. But um, but yeah, I, 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 I that that whole idea of you know supporting the team. I think if if it's a situation where, like, you just kind of turn your back on them and say this is what we're doing to make it go away, but you yeah. don't ever actually talk about it amongst the team and address it and like let everybody talk about what happened and 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 that's just something that doesn't happen in veterinary medicine it it does not period period i mean frankly any any patient that that dies that wasn't expected to you should debrief you should talk about what everybody did when they did it why they did it why they didn't do this um or a patient that goes home that was in a really bad spot that should be celebrated and reviewed why it did well like what input, you know, made these changes or what happened. And, and so then we don't ever do that in those smaller cases. And so when these big things happen where a patient dies and, or, or somebody can't afford surgery and they're, we offer relinquishment and right. then they're going to go to the media and Oof, they want their dog that's a, back. That's a whole like, other, that's a whole that's other, a whole thing, other right? can of worms. Yeah. Right. But like, if you, if you don't, if you don't talk about some of the smaller stuff with your team, then talking about the big, like you have no idea as a yeah. team how to deal with the bigger stuff. And, and I, I think that's, that's, that's a John or Gene Q veterinarian, small town clinic problem. Yeah. That's a large national corporation, veterinary medicine problem. That's just a, like, we are not good at talking about these well, things. Well, and, and to your point, you know, I, I do a lot of recover certifications and training yeah. and that's one of the things that I feel is the, the most lacking thing in this profession 100%. Is, is not talking about stuff after it happens. And a hundred percent. I, you know, I, in, in my- I swear to God, the, the, the number, <laughs> I always joke that, um, you've got a, a very low chance of actually having to, uh, to, um, to defibrillate a patient, a veterinary mm-hmm. patient. Um, I, I would say that the, the number of times that we defibrillate patients is about as often as we do debriefings because sure. it's so, it's so forgotten. Like we, we do that. Doctor goes and talks to the owner. We start to clean up, we start to bag the patient because it didn't make it. And, uh, and nobody talks about it. And I, I feel like to your point that that's kind of the situation we're in here is that yes, something didn't turn out the way that we thought it would, didn't turn out the way that the owner thought it would. Let's talk about it instead of just mm-hmm. yeah. sweeping it under the rug. Sweeping it under the rug is not the right term, but like right, right, right. Yeah, just making like it go basically away. Basically moving on. Yeah. And like right. pretending it right. doesn't exist more or right. less. And, you know, I, I was talking with a good friend of mine uh, this week. Um, I had uh, a buddy of mine. He He's a criticalist now, but he I worked with him when he was a resident at Tufts very loyal caffeinator um and he always comments on or he's not a big social media guy but he always texts me thoughts on on episodes yeah. and things and he and i uh 
every couple of months we zoom and and have a beer or FaceTime and have a beer. And, and I was talking to him this past week and he was the one resident I worked with in my time there that no matter what was going on, if we did CPR, whoever was involved in the CPR, we stopped afterwards and we debriefed. Yeah. It took one, maybe two minutes. Yeah. What worked well, what didn't, what we could have done better, what we right. learned. It, it, it doesn't have to be an hour long staff meeting. Right. Like exactly. It, yeah. It, it's just a quick in the moment. Discuss- yes. It's in the moment while it's fresh in your mind. Like what worked, what didn't like, you know, how did you, how do you felt like you responded? Did you, you know, were you flustered? Do you, do we need more training? Like, you know, like, and, and I think, we, and it's also not, it's not a time for finger pointing either. It's a time to that, like yes, reassess. Yes, it has to be. Yes, absolutely. And frankly, like in this now instant gratification world we live in, <laughs> like that, it has to be yeah. in that moment that you do right. that. Like this can't be something you you bring up at a staff meeting a month ago and you say, remember that patient we did CPR on and this not is what really. we need to do better. <laughs> like. Yeah, and and I think it's just as a profession across the board, we are just not good at like, and and that's the whole thing, right? Like, do something, evaluate the response. Do yep. any patient we treat, you that's what do we do. Something, yeah. monitor the trend, evaluate the response, and like, if it doesn't work, you do something like do something uh, different. Yeah, yeah, you do something different, and and I, I just think that we don't do a great good enough job with that. And then we end up in these situations and then we, we literally have zero communication as a group, as a hospital, and then mm-hmm. we don't know what to do with it. And so it's right. then just the make it go well, and away. Then, and then what happens if you don't talk about it, what happens? People talk right. with, right. with misinformed yeah. opinions right. and, it, and information. It's just, and frankly, just like you and I are now, like, you know, as, as a team member, you're like, I busted my ass for that dog and they're not yeah. even going to stand up for me Right. when all that, all that entity, all that hospital or administration or ownership or whoever it is has to say like, look, we really value what you guys did with these patients or this patient. Um, you, you know, if this patient was going to survive, it was going to be because of you guys. It didn't. Right. But as a business, these are the steps we have to take. Yeah. Like let but let's talk about it. And and we don't ever do that. And so we end up feeling like we do. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, well, that's and, I think, yeah, my it's, viewpoint. It's something that's been on my mind because I've, I've, I've heard about a couple of instances where I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that, that seems kind of like well, backwards. And, and, and I think, if again, if you're in this field long enough, you've been in that scenario, oh, whether yeah. you work, 100%. whether you've you worked for a private practice or whether you work for a corporation or you work for a specialist or a GP, like, I mean, I'm sure this happens every day in human medicine, but they uh, have yeah. legal counsel and we never hear about it. And there's a reason we never hear about it. But I think I also would, in human medicine, it's, it's such a, like the hospitals in a, in a, in a, that, that we're talking about are, are, are so large that the, well, sure, sure. That absolutely. One patient that, that didn't go the way, the way you thought, like, I, I think a lot of that stuff. And I also but, think it gets drawn out too in the human world yeah, because insurance yeah. takes forever. Yeah, and it's for not sure. something that's going to get happened the next I, day. I guess, it's, it's I guess my curiosity is, is how was that actually handled with the team that worked on that patient? Right. Like, is right. it actually addressed or is it, if you work in human medicine, it's a known entity and you just yeah. know that legal is going to take care of it and you move on and you keep doing what you got to do. And I, I, I don't know, it may be the same thing, but, um, 
yeah, I, I, I know I, I feel the same way that like, I, I don't like the, I do feel like it undervalues or, or it's not even undervalues it. Like, I don't know what the right word is, but in the moment, like where you say, like, basically what you did doesn't matter. Like, we're mm-hmm. just going to give these people their money back. Cause you almost right. feel like you, you don't believe in everything that you did. And that's, that's the thing is that's not actually the case. Right. And I think that needs to be communicated better. Yeah. Well, and I think it also needs to be communicated with the, with the owners too, that, that, and maybe it's just that, you know, we, we, we see a lot of these cases and the doctors are, are going to do their, their rule outs and say that, you know, it could be X, Y, Z, but, but the chances of it being one of these things over the other and, and, and staring you in the face is the thing that you know that it is. And yeah, you, you can do every single diagnostic test in the world and get to the same answer, or you can use the, your experience, your knowledge to say that this, this is what I typically see with this one test that, that leads to this diagnosis. And, and, you know, sometimes, sometimes the treatment that we do for uh, something that we expect w- would have been what we did anyways, in, in terms of like, you know, you could do x-rays, ultrasounds, CT, MRI for all these things and still get to the same result yeah. that you had before you even did any of those tests. And I don't know, it's, it, it's kind of a rabbit hole that I, I think we could probably go down with every single yeah. case we work on. Right. Yeah, for and, sure. Because uh, I, I think the other side of that too, and we won't even go down this rabbit hole as, a, but I think that like we have all had those clients that we wish we could say those things about. Right on social media. Oh, yeah. Like this person's a horrible pet owner. Right. Um they, you know, the, the blah 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 blah, blah blah whatever it is. We we never we can't. We never do. Right. And then and then, you know, somebody who we've never met, the first opportunity they have, that is their default is right. to like it's the bad mouth. Put us on a blast. Yeah. And like when we could truly probably do that to other people four or five times a day. Um, <laughs> and, and so it's, it's, I, I think that's also part of it is that like, we never do that, but when it's done to us, then it, it even stings a little bit more. Well, it's in, in the fact that it's done to us and we, we can't, we, we don't can't, even have the opportunity to defend it. We don't have the opportunity to defend it because it just opens up a can of worms that, right. that is eventually going to bite you in the butt. Right. And, when I was back in New Hampshire, I, I saw a doctor that 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 went toe to toe with a client, and it was blasted all over Facebook. And I was like, ugh, every comment I read, I was like, just stop engaging. Like you're you're making it worse for yourself. Yeah. Um, and there's there's just we're stuck sometimes as as mm-hmm. a veterinary profession, and that yeah. we can't fight back on some of these things. Yeah. Um, it- yeah, because because it just it just it just looks worse and worse and worse. Yeah. I, I I I lament the and, there, and there's no logic on social media. You cannot oh, have a log- no. You cannot have a logical discussion. No, no, in the you comment can't. section never. Right, because the 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 owner's experience is going to be highlighted as correct, and mm-hmm. the the hard part of that is that oftentimes when that does stuff happen, when that stuff does happen. It's only the client's voice that's being heard. So that becomes fact, mm-hmm. right? Because that's the only people, that's the only person that is uh, voicing an opinion about this. 
So there's no opposition to it, but opposing it only just looks worse for the hospital and, and for the, right. the profession. So right. ugh, it's, yeah. it's no wonder the suicide rate is twice what normal people is because you're, you're, you're stuck. Yeah. At the time, yeah. even though yeah. you're, you're, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yeah, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You put your blood, sweat, and tears in all these cases because you care about animals. You care about these, these clients. You care about the owners. You care about the patients themselves. And still, it's not yeah. enough. It's, yeah. And, 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 and I think in, in our profession, it's, it's just for most people, it's like simply moving on is not, is not an option. Like it's they, not they, yeah. they carry that weight with them. And, yeah. And I think that uh, not to say that our human counterparts don't experience that because I'm sure that they do. I, oh, I'm sure I, they do. I, I, would, yeah. I would say 100%. they know that they do. But um, I think that maybe is what sets us apart is that we just we all carry that weight. Yeah. So Oof. anyway. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't think we have a solution for that. It's, it's, yeah. It, it's one of those it is what it is situations, yeah. which. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Anyways, yeah. moving on. Anyways, moving on. Uh, <laughs> we've had some, 30 minutes on that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We've had some really great episodes recently. <laughs> yes, we have. And, and uh, so we've had our students that came on. Uh, we've got one that is epi- uh, that episode that is uploading tonight, which I think is a great episode. It was great to hear from her. Yeah, um, which, I mean, this is going to be out before this uploads, yeah, so we can so talk about Marina, it too. Yeah, um, Marina was a great, great episode. She wears many, many different hats. Um, oh my gosh. That was yeah. so fascinating to, to talk about and, and hear about the the BCVTA and, yeah. and, and that they're the Veterinary Technologists Association and the reasoning behind that um, and just a lot of things going on. Um, that well, was, at, the, at the back end of it, like I felt like we should have spent more time on this is that she is of Indian descent, works in Canada, and she talked about the uh, people of color in, in this profession it is extremely low. And, and, you know, we've, we've talked about this in the veterinarian stage of like, how do the people of color have role models to be, to be right. in this profession? The representation? There's, there's no representation. Um, and, and I, I, I guess in the, her Indian descent, she mentioned that the profession, the, the profession in India is a lot different than it is here where I think she said, why would you spend any money on a pet? Um, which I get that if, if that's, if that's what the culture is, if that's what the, the thought sure. process is over there. Um, but again, how do you, how do you get people of color like in, into yeah. the profession? And, 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 and again, maybe, you know, th- those wheels, I think turn very slow. Those wheels yeah. turn yeah. one crank at a time, generation by generation. Yep. And I feel like Marina and people like her are yeah. big cogs in those wheels. Like now people of the next generation, she yeah. is their representation. She is their yeah. role model. And yeah. um, she's the example. Yeah. She's the example. And, and like, it, it sucks that it, it takes that long for that to happen, but especially in, it's so difficult again in this instant gratification world we live in that like this all needs to happen now, but mm. like sometimes these things like they take a generation at a time to yeah. shift viewpoints sometimes to, too. to yeah, to get more people in the field and to, to do these, like you, uh, as much as we want to drive all this change, like you also can't force that. You can't force right. people can't to force take people to do <laughs> into this field or, or to work in these jobs or, or whatever it is. And, and I think that's, it's true in veterinary medicine and I'm sure it's true in a lot of other professions yeah. as well. But so it was a really, really fascinating discussion. Um, 
we had our our two student episodes, which yep. were which were great in their own right, and they were mm-hmm. they were students in different programs, and we had some feedback. We got some emails from students in other yeah. programs that said yeah, it was, that was really great, to, great to just hear student perspectives, and yep. um, and frankly, these are the people that are the future of the profession. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I think you know, listening to our our two guests, I I uh, both Ralia and and uh, Sandra, I, I think it's like in in good hands. Sydney, not Sandra. Sydney. Excuse me. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I was thinking about Sandra, the previous student guest we had. Yeah. Sydney. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I think the profession's in good hands. Yeah, I think so too. I, so, I, I mean, I think we've got people that are uh, in, encouraged and uh, what's the word motivated to make change. Yes. Which, which yes. I, I think is desperately needed. Um, and we also had a couple other episodes. We interviewed a, yet another one of our study mates. Um, mm-hmm. We're not going to say her name, but. Another another person we studied with that is doing great things, yeah. Um, and another guest that is kind of a, I don't know. Would you say would you say that the, the other guest is famous? I, I mean, I, I think he's to some degree, yeah. To some degree, maybe vet med famous. I, I think that um, the imprint that person has on our yes. profession is is vast, and, yep. and I, I don't like they're not a you know, an influencer or like a big personality or that, but, but they, they have impacted a lot of people in this field's lives and careers. And that was a, that was a, that was such a great conversation. It was so fun. One of the more fun episodes that I think we've recorded. Yeah. Cause it was just just fun. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean, obviously it's only February, but we're also going to be recording soon. Our May mental health series episodes, which are going to be awesome. Um, we, Every year, I feel like we we're somewhere December, January. We're like, what are we going to do for May? And we yeah. don't have anything planned. And then all of a sudden, they just fall in our lap. They fall in <laughs> our lap. And, and this year, and they're always like kind of related. And, and it's the same thing this year. So they're, they're got kind another... of related, but they're also not the same thing we did last year. Right. Yes. Right. That's yeah. That's just it. Yeah. And so it's a little bit different, I guess, theme, if you will. But um, we've got a couple of great episodes. We actually haven't recorded them yet. We have them scheduled, but I think they're going to be really great episodes. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, a lot of a lot of cool stuff coming down the pike. So yeah. yeah, good, good, good stuff. Good. And and you and I have been saying it's great to have these things planned out ahead of time, where we're not mm-hmm. like scrambling. Like oh, we've got an episode that's supposed to upload next week, and we don't have it recorded yet. Um, it, it's great to have this kind of like buffer of, of having yeah. things already in, in the, in the works that are, that are ready to go. So that, that, that makes things a lot easier to, to deal with, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, well, I think that about covers everything we had. Did I, think I, miss that's it. this, this, I mean, it, it's a weird Sunday. It's like the first Sunday in like eight months without football. <laughs> I know. And today was supposed to be the Daytona 500, which I know. A lot of oh, people did they don't not do care that? about. No, it's rained out. Um, oh. They're going to they're going to run it tomorrow. Um, so that was my big thing well, I was going to do today. Yeah, you're I'm off tomorrow. tomorrow so so I'll watch it. And Molly's off tomorrow, so I'll be able to watch it live. She there you can, go. She can monitor Daphne, um, which is what I'm doing now. This is my life now. Caffeinators <laughs> is watching naps on a baby monitor, but here we are. So good times. Yeah, yeah, good times. Well. All right, buddy. Um, Good, yeah, great to see you, caffeinators. Thanks again for tuning in to another uh, Vet Tech Tap Room. Um, we will see you. We'll be doing our next tap room uh, in March from Phoenix. We'll be doing oh, it together. Right, yeah. 
provided um, we bring the equipment and we can figure out the technology part of it again because uh, it's been we six months a little since bit we did with it that last year with the echo but, and all uh, that stuff. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but I, th- I think we'll be able to be able to make it work. Yeah, we'll so, be good. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys again soon. Take care. Bye, guys.